Um, hello, uh, listeners to the podcast. Um, you are usually used to the two of us speaking about the worst year of our life. Who's the two of us for first time? I don't know. Uh, myself. I am uh, one uh, Syrian soft paws. My At. paws are soft. You do have soft paws. And I got a big ass tail. <laughs> uh, my name is Drew Smith. And my uh, unfortunate co-host... Mr. Uh, Scott Henson, uh, at not Scott Henson. It's a trick. He tricks you. It's really me. He gets you. Uh, follow both of us on Twitter. Hit us up. DM us whatever you want. Uh, that includes uh, NSFW pictures, uh, furry fan art, and general questions about anything you have. This, this includes but is not limited to because we have actually received it. Furry fan art, nudes of your wife, and... Post-op FTM trans pictures. So there you go. That is your our challenge and our wish list. So you we're going to start an Amazon wish list of just those things. <laughs> just those things, because that is all we want. Um, so yeah, we usually present this to you as a, a more negative, uh, hate-filled, hate speech uh, podcast. Well, because for the past two and a half years <laughs> listening time... Three years real time for us, we've been doing the worst year of our lives, which turned into a little more than a year. Guess what? It's over. It's done. It's done. For those who for thought, season one. For season one. For those who thought we were gonna do the last three months of Nitro, go to hell. <laughs> it is over it's in December. We don't even want to watch the good cruiserweight stuff. I was gonna that say what, the, the great tra- the great tragedy of it is that there's some decent stuff. In 2001 Nitro. AJ Styles, oh. Cruiserweight Tag. Yeah, uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles' partner who has fa- found a way to wear loose spandex. <laughs> Ooh, I accept your challenge, sir. Yep, Drew, no spandex will ever be loose on you. I, I, I accept your challenge. Right. I'm going to give myself a tapeworm. <laughs> Red Money style. Ooh, a classic. Shout out to Red Money. Shout out to Red Money. Uh, Red De Niro. Our kind of... Our kind of chunky friend who got dangerously skinny at one point. Like, really fast. Yeah. And like we said, it's because he bought a tape and, and put it inside of himself. All of us were concerned about his health. Uh, so now that season one of the worst year of our lives is over... We're going to do a season two later on, wrestling-related again. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Drew has ideas. Scott's not on board. Well, um, something will happen. But in the interim, in the interim, before we figure out what we're doing with our lives, yeah, uh, it has come to the end of the decade of mm-hmm. the 2010s. We are now into the 2020s, the Roaring Twenties, the Roaring Twenties, uh, as it is. And uh, both of us, of course, being. Uh, we we watch wrestling. Whether or not we like wrestling Who's is, to say? is a real debate of debate uh, topic for both of us. Yeah. But the one thing we do really like is the cinema. I love uh, movies. Doug I would loves say movies. We are cinephiles, not to be confused with the other files we've been called. Ifiba files, which is girls in their teen, not necessarily legal, but girls in their teens, not children, not children. <laughs> Teens. Cannot be more adamant. They are not... <laughs> teens. Children. Look, not teens? <laughs> no, teens, not children. Look, there's pedophiles and ephebophiles, and I am a pedophile. <laughs> we all saw it. We all knew it was going there. Yeah. We all knew it was going there. <laughs> um, so, if, if, you know, it's the only, it's the only 
file. How long did it take us to get to pedophile? What are, what are we at in time? Uh, we were at four minutes, five seconds. So, yeah. So, whoever the whoever set the over-under at four minutes was correct. The Vegas odds makers have done it again. Hurrah. <laughs> Um, so the, the only, um, a something file that both of us are proud of in public. Yes, yes, uh, yes, 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 for sure. Is that we are both cinephiles. Uh, yes. Scott and I both over the course of the decade, uh, have seen way too many movies. Yeah. Um, I, for myself personally, in the last two years have seen have 450 gone. movies a year. A year. Um, that years. was on the only reason I know that that those two, because I kept track I bet you like every a, year... Like a crazy person. Well, there is an app that keeps track of them for you. Is it called crazy? It's, it's dot app. It's called <laughs> You Have No Life. Um, so I would imagine that every year I see... I would say on average 300, because I feel like in the 10, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, I didn't watch as many. And then as I became a, a film school graduate Ooh. who became more enlightened to the world of film, uh, I saw a lot more. So from 2014 to now, yeah. I was probably seeing in the 400. But the last two years have just been a lot of laying around doing nothing and watching six movies a night. Solid. Uh, sometimes. Not uh, always. It's a lot of video games and jerking off as well. Sometimes not always, but mostly always. <laughs> but mostly always. I... Doesn't wear a hat, but sometimes he also wears a hat. <laughs> that is correct. I don't watch that many a year, but you I... still see a lot. I see a good number, and I am involved with a YouTube celebrity movie reviewer, romantically. <laughs> romantically. <laughs> uh, he, so I, I feel he, that... He is your girlfriend. <laughs> he's... No, he's my... I'm he's, he's your surrogate? I'm his wife. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I can never remember the... Uh... <laughs> The terminology. But, yeah, so I feel like that gives me some sort of credibility. Uh, P.S. Check out all my shit on YMS and Adam Plays on the YouTube. A-D-U-M-P-L-A-Z-E. I say Z because there's probably more Americans than Canadians listening to this, even though my heart wants to say Z. You know what? I, I prefer Z. It works like it works better in the alphabet song. And we can all agree yeah. it works better in the alphabet just, song. Z sounds like it's more than one letter. <laughs> Zed, like mm. you know, it's like Z and Ed got together. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, so what we've decided to do is we are going to for every year of the decade, we are going to. And P.S. That means 2010 through 2019. Yeah, none of this 2011 through 2020 horseshit. I don't care if there wasn't a year zero. Eat my ass. Eat, um, I eat. agree. Also, eat Scott's ass. We, Drew and I, go ass to ass, and then you eat in the middle. Hey, as long as you and I don't have to make eye contact, we're looking I will, entirely opposite ways. I, I will do anything. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> fool me once, fool me again. Please fool me again. <laughs> um, so we, we decided what we're going to do is we're going to rank our top ten movies of every year of the decade. Which, P.S., is so hard. I think especially when you see as many movies as it's you, we do. so hard. I had... I, I did the ranking he, he just li- now. He, I had a series of panic he attacks. He literally... Like, he actually was very vocal about how <laughs> hard like, it was. Oh, boy. He felt so oh, bad I felt about so bad taking things off oh, the list. there's some good ones. There's some good ones. Um, so, 
we're, we're going to kind of keep this to a very specific structure just so that we don't get too too rambly. We don't want every podcast to go on and on and on and yeah. on and on about every decade because yeah. we have to do 10. And then at the very end, what we're going to do is a top Best 10 of the, of the decade, which when we get to that podcast, we will yeah. sort of go through the rules of how we did yeah. that podcast. But it, it won't be just the number one It's not just going to be every top one. There'll, there'll be some moving or moving and shaking. Because sometimes a number two for one year is better than a number or one. Or one year of the top years. six is better than or everything else. Or one year, uh, did PS 2014, all the movies are better than all the yeah. other years. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, So, but what we're doing for the year by year is we're doing our uh, a hard top ten, no 11s. No 11s, no honorable mentions for the top ten. 10 no and specifically yeah but like before we get to the 10 we'll list a bunch of good movies that didn't make it and literally just list them because we're not going to get into them yeah but like here's a bunch i felt bad that couldn't make here it. are some good ones that we, that we yeah. didn't put on the list our top 10 and then the two other little categories are worst movie of the year which which can encompass legitimately the worst movie the most disappointing movie, underachieving movie, yeah. movie that made you angry, yes, etc. There's going to be some further down the line in this podcast that are going to be ones that were I was very high on seeing, and then when I saw them, made Fuck me this. very angry. Two movies that are the only two movies I've almost stormed out of Ooh. until this year when I saw Cats. Which you didn't start out of. I tried and you, you wouldn't let me. Because you loved it. You held me down. You I, forced me. not. You made me keep my eyes that's, open clockwork orange style. You're making it sound like I cat raped you. You didn't even give me eye drops. <laughs> you just held my eyes open until they burned. You are making it sound like I cat raped you. And I only... <laughs> you're making... Cat raped you in that I made you non-consensually watch cats when actually I just dressed up as a cat and raped you. That's a different kind of cat rape, Drew, and you know it. But you still had a barbed penis. Yeah. So... So... If so, so fact. So, so, six of one, half of us <laughs> the other. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, so there's that worst category, and then there's a quote-unquote favorite category, which is, it's not part of the top ten. Yeah. So it, it's sort of favorite... Uh, you know, your number 11s, yeah. uh, guilty pleasures that wouldn't be on the top 10, but yeah. it's a movie you love. Yes. Uh, that kind of like thing. Like the most rewatchable movie for you that's yeah. not in the top 10. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, and for both that fave category and worst category, maximum of three. Yes. What, so there'll be one to three in each of yeah. those. Yeah, and I think what, we'll, what we're, what we're going to do to keep it kind of moving along is we'll start at 10, we'll work our way up to three, when we get to three, two, and one, yeah. we will sort of get a little bit more in-depth about why it is our one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, other words, we'll just... This will be a three-hour podcast every time. Yeah. Doing where 11 we, podcasts at three hours yeah, a time. Where, where we talk about potentially up to 20 movies, although there probably is an overlap, yeah. you know, with, at, for 15 minutes each. And also trying not to spoil things for people, too, because obviously you want, if they're like your top three, yeah. you want people to see those movies. And if yeah. you have to do and don't 10 or 11 movies every Every time it's going to be like I want to tell you what happens, but if I tell you what happens, you're going to not you know, as right good like, experience for you. Like for example, there is one on my list that if somebody hasn't seen it, like I don't want to spoil anything for them. Yeah. I want them to go through it and live the lightly experience that I had. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, I think we'll just kind of uh, you know I think maybe uh, if we go uh, tens, nine, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, eights, go, we'll just kind of trading back and forth yeah, until we'll we go get back to the and top. forth each one. 
where are we going to stick the worst invader? Are we going to do that before the town? Um, I think let's do the haunt, the honorable mentions, the worst, yeah, and the favorites. Okay, and then start to so do everything before the test. Yeah, sure. And like, because I think what'll happen too for Jeff, and this is like, you know, just a little treat for you and me. Ooh, I love a treats. Little personal treat. Sure, I love treats. Is that there's going to be things probably in your Hans and my Hans yeah. that probably the other person yeah. has in their list, and it's going to be like, oh, see, mm. now I don't know what they have in their list. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that that's kind of a little little fun game for you and I me like to a play. Fun game, also fun games. We had discussed. Uh, speaking of other people's lists, winner kisses loser, loser gets to kiss winner. Yes. But in addition, I like I like the idea of winning this. Just like at the end, we're like, well, my movies are better, so, so, so I win. Me. <laughs> Curse me, fatty. Curse me, fatty. Um, no, so on the off chance that one of us has a movie in their top ten that the other completely forgot about, we're hoping it doesn't happen because we think we did pretty good research. Yeah. But if it happens and the other person's like, oh, fuck, I love that movie and I forgot about it. You are allowed one steal, unlike other podcasts where <laughs> where we were joking about one steal and had upwards of 15. Yes. Uh, well, you had upwards of 15. I had one. That's not how I remember it. The <laughs> so you could, if you hear one, and too bad if there's two, because you, you picked your one. Yeah. You get one steal if you need it, and that steal becomes your new number 10 and bumps your previous 10. Yeah. And that's you it. cannot readjust your order you can't based resort on that your new whole one. List. It can go onto your list, yeah. but it goes at the bottom. Yes. Um, so yeah, and the, and the way that we categorize these was we looked at the IMDb page for the movie, and that was the, the year that we went. That, yeah, that's important. So because we, we so ran into ways. a weird situation where I mean it's not on the list because it can't be, yeah. but the uh, Yorgos Lanthimos movie Dog Tooth. Was a 2009 movie, but it's 2009 on IMDb. But on IMDb, but it was it's, in its, its wide release was 2010, and it was in the Oscars for Best Foreign Language Film for 2011 for 2010. Correct. So, to you know, yeah. in theory, you think that's a 2010 movie, yeah. there, but the IMDb page because it was originally put into festivals at yeah. in the end of 2009, so that gives it an IMDb page of 2009. Yeah, a lot of these uh, through this whole decade are often not going to be the year they really should be. Yes. But for the sake of making it easy and just, like, looking up the movie, the year on IMDb. Because a lot of them did have... A lot of them nobody saw until the next year. I mean, especially for things that are in festivals or foreign language films. Exactly, yeah. Don't get released until after the Oscars the next year. Yeah, like, you know, a foreign language film has... You know, it does the Berlin Film Festival, and that's the only thing it does in yeah. 2012. Yes. And then everything else was 2013. In the summer of 2013 yeah. or something. It's, a, it's, still, it, it's still a 2012 Like, for movie. example, 2019, Uncut yeah. Gems. Yeah. Hasn't had a wide release, yeah. and it's probably not going to get a wide release, and then it'll come out on demand and whatever, yeah. like, but in it, May or June. But it's 2019. Right? Exactly. Well, because, and also because I saw it in September at the Toronto cool. International Film Festival. Um, why don't you uh, sniff your own farts a little more? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. I saw Adam Sandler get a standing ovation but, at a film festival. But you said it's great. It is great. It's, so it's I I was like, I know the the Academy wouldn't like probably nominate Adam Sandler for best actor. Yeah, but but you think he should have been maybe in the conversation? Kind of deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you do you think people saw the movie, like the Academy? Yeah. 
Like, Cause, cause yeah, the, I guess if there's a if it's a release and the, sc- the screener's the, out, so mm-hmm. it was sent. But, as, do, but do they watch them? I, who knows? do they do they look at it and go Adam Sandler? I'm sure a lot did. And I'm sure like, that's yeah, exactly what. Happened. No thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to watching it. I should probably just download it, but I haven't. Yeah. But I'm I'm I'm, I assume, I'm, I'm psyched. I assume it got some kind of theatrical release because it ha- it hasn't. It hasn't got anything. Yeah. It got it got very limited in like New York and L.A. and that yeah. was it. So yeah, this, I mean, it, yeah. I, I, it'll show up on demand like sooner yeah. than later. Like I'll be like, "Whoa, this is already on!" Like yeah. I do that all the time. So yeah. worst case, the screener's out, but it'd be you know. It's, I would rather it, see it in theater. It's fun in the theater. Absolutely, I'd rather see it. It's in fun in the theater. For um, sure. Okay. Anyways, so um, spoiler: it's on my 2019 list. Oh, I did it. You know what? I bet you it'll be on mine <laughs> if I see it. If I yeah. see it before we get to that list. If you if you saw and liked. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good, I know where you're going. If you saw and liked good that time. Fucking fucking rules. You will like this. So I will like this. Uh, also, good time. I'd say one of the biggest like across the board snubs from 2017 because they didn't get anything, yeah. and it ruled. Yeah, I think because Robert Pattinson was in it, nobody takes him seriously. And apparently, the, the Academy legit like doesn't like the Safties for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I have a guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was also actually. I think I answered my own question. I think I figured that one yeah. out. I think I cracked that code. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also heard that the Academy didn't like the Lighthouse. Uh, yeah, which is disappointing because it's uh, really cool. It's very cool. Yeah, um, and I, I also did think that Willem Dafoe was really good in it. And, oh, I, thought, and I, I thought he deserved a, at least a discussion for a nomination. I, I think of of any award category you talk about for the Lighthouse. I think the biggest snub is Dafoe for actor. Yeah, I agree. I, like like director picture. It it got cinematography. It got one. Uh, it got. Or was it something? I think it was, was editing. It? I it was think, an editor, or something yeah. like that. I think it was. Yeah, because yeah. you can make a case for all that stuff, but I, I think the biggest is Defoe. Defoe killed in it. See, what, I asked you this before we went to the, before we went to air before we finished our lists. If you had seen the Englishman, the Ar- Englishman, Irishman yet, the Irishman yet, uh-huh. because and you said no because right. like I just find it weird that Joe Pesci is nominated because I'm like, how good can he be? <laughs> like he hasn't really done anything in 20 years. Yeah. Like how good can he really be in this movie? It's uh. It's interesting. My, like, I'm going to see it, and it's probably good. Uh, my dad said, so take it for what it's worth. He said, it's good, but I've 100% seen it before. Right. He said, it's um, it's Pacino, Pacino from Scarface. Right. Uh, De Niro from Casino. Pesci from Goodfellas. Sure. Like, it's yeah. the, it, it is them doing those characters. Yeah. And, and sure... Those characters are all good, but I have a hundred percent seen it, and it's three and a half is, hours. Is Ray Liotta in it? Thankfully, I believe Ray Liotta is not. In what? It. But he's in all the other ones. Ray Liotta is the worst working actor. Is it because he's in Revolver? It, that does not help. But he's in a lot of other horseshit too. Yeah, and he's actually hey, in garbage. Some... Pays the bills. Hey. But he's bad. He's a bad actor. He's bad. It's actor. not just him doing garbage. He's good in Goodfellas, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I like Goodfellas. That's, that's the only thing he's good in. Period. Yeah. Which actually another conversation with my dad because because he he hates Ray Liotta as much or more than me, which I didn't know was possible. <laughs> and I and I said the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate Ray Liotta. He's fine in Goodfellas. He's like, no, he's not. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You know what, Dad? Respect. You win. You win. <laughs> Respect, Dad. Conversation over. <laughs> not even good in the good one. <laughs> um. So. Um, I believe maybe we should just start at the honorable mentions. I think we could do it. So, I saw some movies that were good and did not make the cut. Uh, 
I, I as well as on this list, I also put ones that I just like really enjoyed. Yeah. Right. And like maybe they weren't the best movies, but they're things that I liked. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, how do we? How do we want to? Give me run down some good stuff, and I'll stop you if I need to. Uh, okay. So I put um, so. so very quick side note is that obviously there was a bunch of stuff that we hadn't seen. Yeah. So we had to sort of like over the last couple months is scramble to see a bunch of things. Yeah. There was a bunch of things that neither of us had seen that only one of us had seen. Let, let there me, was recommendations from one to the other. Let me tell you this. Um, this is especially true for 2010 and 11. Yes. Because I definitely saw the least movies there. 2013 is uh, when is was the year after... I met my husband <laughs> and started going to film festivals. Um, so I went to Vancouver. I've, I've been going to Vancouver Film Festival since 2013. So I've got to see some more high-end stuff that mm-hmm. way. Uh, seeing a lot at Vancouver Film Festival since, like, sort of 2015, maybe even 14. And I've, then I've gone to the last two Torontos as well. Um, so I've got to see a lot that way. And it, be, between the two, definitely the last two years, I've been able to bang out almost everything I needed to right. between those two film festivals alone and maybe a couple others sporadically throughout the year. Yeah. But 2010 and 11, I definitely saw a lot less movies. So looking at my top 10, um, before you pitched this project to me, I had seen one of my top 10. Wow. I've seen, I watched, sorry, two. So I've watched eight of this top 10 in the last two months, month and a half. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's definitely not the case for... Other years. It's not the case for 2014 on, but 10, 11, and some 12, 13, for sure. Do you think that the 2014 ons are going to be harder for things to break into your top 10? Yes. Yeah. Some years. 14... Like 14 for sure, because we've 14 talked about... 14 and 17. 17. We've talked about how, like, personally, we've talked about 14 yeah. and 17 being tough. But so, like... Yeah. I'll see what happens 15, 16, because sure. there's a few. And, and there might... And, uh, 13. And there might be some things that, like, you've never heard of. Yeah. Because there's definitely ones that we watched in the last month and a half, two yeah. months, that I had, like, maybe heard in passing, but never really, like, looked into. Yeah. And then watch them and I go, like, oh, this is, like, really good. Yeah. Um, and, like, and there's some I know are great that I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave. Right. And... And, I'm, like, you hadn't, you hadn't seen Mad Max, and you hadn't... Had, seen Mad and, Max. Yeah, right. and, and, like, You haven't yeah. seen Neon Demon, right? Right. Yeah, so, like, there's some yeah. bigger ones, but you've seen all the, like, independence, foreign language, like, yeah. the sort of, uh, the more hipster of the films. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so the reason I said that was, there were some that we had, that I hadn't seen before, or there were some that I rewatched that I'd sort of, like, yeah. teetered on. So, um, I- I'm Still Here. Yep. Uh, Walking Phoenix. Uh, Submarino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, The Illusionist. Uh, The Debt. I didn't see the debt. Um, I enjoy it. Yep. Uh, Four Lions. Yep. Um, Cyrus. Oh yeah. Um, Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Valentine. Yeah. Beginners. The Fighter. Oh, that was twenty ten. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ra- so the Fighter. Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Uh, Winter's Bone. Mm-hmm. Exit through the gift shop. Uh, and How to Train Your Dragon. All right. You named a couple on my list. Okay. Um, I had a lot of the same as you. Um, uh, what didn't I have? I had Ghost Rider, Four Lions, Winter's Bone. Um, it's probably on your list. I had to 
just cut it. One of your sad cuts. It was a sad cut, and we watched it today oh. in A Better World. Okay. Uh, sorry. Havenin. 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 I watched Havenin. It was very good. <laughs> I, I was being a real... <laughs> are we Are we saying... Can we say gay slurs? No. I was being... Let's uh, keep it professional. This is right. the Oscars. Because I, I was... in the Golden Globes. I was being a real F gay slur. <laughs> That's almost worse. <laughs> because I, we know what you're saying. But I'm not <laughs> saying it, but I'm making you think it. <laughs> I was being a real that... Uh, just, like, jokingly saying I, I only call movies by their name and their language so I'm like I don't know about this in a better world but I'm very much enjoying Havenin <laughs> what was the other one you said? Uh, Festin for the celebration <laughs> <laughs> you douche yeah you um, douchebag what else was good so I had all that business uh, the King's Speech uh, best picture winner which I don't think you're crazy about or maybe you are I, and it's your number one I'm, I'm iffy on it but it's not on my list yeah I, I thought it was good um, I'm rescinding his Oscar, so... Wow, okay. He doesn't get it anymore because of what he did this year. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. Um, we had a brief discussion about Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, I'm, I, I asked if I needed to rewatch it. Drew says it's terrible. I said, no, I said you're on your own if I'm you want to yeah. watch it. Which, yeah. Um, Either way, I don't think it would crack my tent. So, sure, fair. Even, even if I liked it. Um... Anything else fun there that I'm going to say in a sec? This one could be on your list, um, so apologies, but uh, another hard cut for me was True Grit. Um, you said Submarino. I will also say Submarine mm-hmm. was good. Uh, Troll Hunter. Oh, I forgot about Troll Hunter. Ooh. Not, it's not going to be a steal. <laughs> it's good, but it's not It's not going to be a steal. Uh, I'm going to steal for my honorable mention. <laughs> no, but I was I really yeah, like, yeah. I know you really like it. Oh, I really so, like yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jackass 3D, shout out! It's, all the Jackass movies—they're all fun. They're all fun. Jackass movies are real. Absolutely. Uh, Boy, an early uh, Taika Waititi. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, we said I'm still here. Uh, Secret World of Arietti. I don't like it because it's just the borrowers, but worse. It, it is the borrowers. Yeah. Um, Armadillo was a hard cut for me. Yeah. It's a. a brutal uh yeah. like uh war documentary uh Danes in Afghanistan yes is Danish army yeah. yeah um the illusionist that we watched today which might be on your list uh so I... no I already named it it's on my Hans it's on your Hans it was it was it was like my last cut it was my drops out of the top 10 it was I think it'd be in my 15 um and uh, certified copy, which we you and I talked about uh, earlier today, which yes, uh, was, is a good concept, and I just didn't love watching it as much as I hoped to. Okay, yeah. but uh, it, it's it's a it's a good movie and kind of a cool movie, but it didn't make it. And anything else? We said Four Lions. That's yep. cool. That's a cool movie. People should check that out. Yeah, if they have it. it was yeah. fun. I liked it. It and like. I thought it was, well, I mean, it is a comedy. Yeah, but, but the ending. It is a brutal ass yeah, comedy. The ending is like, pretty, pretty dark. It is dork. And dork. Yeah, and I think that covers everything that's not in the in 10 the or a or on the faves, honorable yeah. mentions. Uh, do you want to do your, do your worsts? I would love to do my we'll worsts. We'll flip flop? Sure. 
I had two worsts. I also have two worsts. I bet you one of them's the same. Could be. Because it's maybe one of the worst movies of the decade. Yeah, we might be the same. I'm going to go with the one that I don't think is the same. Unless we have two the same. Um, And I was... This is a rare movie that could be on either list. Uh, Worst or fave slash honorable mention slash guilty pleasure. Because it's a huge guilty... I don't even know if it's a guilty pleasure. I think it's just a pleasure. Because it's one of the most poorly made movies of all time. Birdemic, Shock and Terror. Yeah. It's a delight, but it's nonsense. It's yeah, I mean it's it, it's truly horrible, but it's hard to explain what it is. But really fun to watch. It's like a lot of people like it's in the same conversation as the room as far yeah. as like not nonsense bad movies I of the two thousands. As a movie, it's worse than the room. Because the room at least had money. It's yeah, it's it's more it's lower budget and more poorly made than the And they weren't trying to make it an art film whereas like Tommy Wazo was trying to make an art film. Yes. Yeah. Uh so as, do, do you want me to do my uh, what, my what's non- your what's your one that you don't think is the same? Um you know like uh, here's the thing. This could be thrown in with any other comedy movie, but I just remember watching it and being so angry and annoyed at it. Uh, Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black Ooh, was interesting. so fucking I, annoying. It, all I know is it looked bad and I didn't see it. Oh, it's just so fucking annoying. It it looked annoying. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially for, like, I like Jack Black, just be, like, Tenacious D will always yeah. have a place in my heart. And everything Jack Black does makes me hate him more and more. <laughs> yeah, we were talking the other day, like, the Tenacious D HBO series yeah. is so Rules. good. Rules. Watch you know before you watch any of our top tens, what it's I think it's six episodes, six or eight. Yeah, it's not very many, and they're, and they're like yeah. twenty minutes long. Yeah, they're half hour episodes. Yeah. So yeah, go watch that; it's great. Um, so and then our other one that we think is the same. Are we going to say at the same time? Sure. One, two, three. Last, the last Airbender. Airbender. Yeah. Yes, that might be one of the worst movies ever made. It, like it is horrible. It truly is. It's um, so M Night Shyamalan. I believe it's pronounced Shyamalan. Well, it should be Shyamalan, but you just forget about the Y in there for some reason. Foreign languages. <laughs> I don't get them. Foreign, foreign people. Get them out. Get them out. <laughs> Who had racism at... Oh, no, we had racism with the Safties. Yeah, I was going to say 30 minutes, but... Yeah. So the Safties were probably like 18. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's bad. It's oh, it's bad. Well, because with Shyamalan, a case can be made from... Uh, the Sixth Sense through um, the visit that each movie is worth because I'd say you... I'd say Split is better than the visit. Split's okay. Sure, but I don't think the visit's bad. It's not good. I think it's there's a be- rapping kid. I think it's better than everything else he made in that period. So what's the one... other than Split? Like Split is good. So what's the one before the visit? Is it After Earth or is there one in between? No, oh, After Earth. I guess so. So a case can be made from at least six cents to After Earth that each movie is worse than the last. But the one that might upset that is The Last Airbender, because that might be worse than After Earth. And which is which is like a real Sophie's choice. A real Sophie's choice. Yeah. Um, it's truly horrible. And such a good... The source material is so good. Yep. You could have done everything like, in the world, and you chose to do the, dog shit. The Avatar The Last Airbender series is great. And just beloved. Yeah. Like, worshipped. It's so good. And, man, you couldn't have done worse. And, like, 
the racism in the movie, you if you didn't know who directed it and then found out it wasn't a racist white guy, I think you'd be shocked. Because, like, the whole cast is white, except the bad guys were Middle Eastern. Yeah. Which is crazy. I didn't realize that I forgot that Asif Monvi was, like, one of yes. the main bad Hell guys yes. in it. Daily Show correspondent, what a weird choice. Asif Monvi. Currently on CBS's Evil. All right, let's let's move on. No? Nope. <laughs> We're not talking about CBS shows. Drew, I love CBS. Drew, I'm old now, and I watch CBS. That's true, you are old. <laughs> Um, I love I love Jag. I love <laughs> who are you? My parents. I love uh, I love NCIS. I NCIS love, Los Angeles. I love NCIS Los Angeles. I love NCIS New Orleans. I love a fourth example. <laughs> All right. So um, to say nothing of the CSIs, Drew. Moving on okay. <laughs> <laughs> to um, so for favorites or fave honorable mention, guilty pleasure, or, number eleven, whatever. Um, one that I know for a fact, Scott hates. Oh, uh, interesting, because interesting. Because he's never seen it. Oh, uh, is it a movie for babies? It's Toy Story 3. Oh, it's a movie for babies. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story 3 is a well, amazing crafted film with lots of emotion and a great cast of people. And, it's way... and, it, and it even adds new characters voiced by good actors. And it's way worse than the first two. It's got Bo Bridges in it. It's got Michael Keaton in it. It's my third favorite Bridges at best. And he's also he is the third best bridges. Number one, Lloyd. Lloyd. Number two, Chris. <laughs> Just fuck off. Um, and then Jeff um, knows what he did. Another one that I, I I watched during this two months of watching this uh, Restrepo. It's a documentary about American soldiers in Afghanistan. How many docs you got in your top ten? Two. I got three. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is uh, a, a heart heartwarming uh, a teenage girl coming of age comedy. Yes, Easy A. You know, I never saw Easy A. Oh, I, dude, people it, like it though. It rules. People it's like so it. good. <laughs> it, is it Emma Stone? Emma Stone, Stanley Tucci. Ooh, the Tucci. Um, uh, Patricia Clarkson. Uh, I like Patricia Clarkson. Some other people. Lisa Kudrow. What was Patricia Clarkson really good in recently? She was the mom in Sharp Objects. Ah. And it was great. See it. It's good. It's it, it's television. It's it's not... Uh, Drew. It's not That's TV. It it's HBO. <laughs> I don't watch HBO anymore. Hmm. Um, anyways, those are my... Those are my Faves, Hans, Tens, Elevens, yeah. whatever. Mine for that, I feel like, may end up becoming a common thread, is uh, comedies I really like that I can't justify being in the top sure. ten. fair. Uh, both of these are comedies. Uh, both very different comedies, but both a delight. Number one, The Trip. Ooh, Andrew. That's a good one. A good one. Is it a steal? I don't know. We'll Ooh, see. interesting. We'll see. Very interesting. Uh, for... The Coogan and Bryden dueling Michael Caine's alone. Yeah. It's the best. And also, the rest of the movie is funny, too. But, like, that scene is so good. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. And my other one, which is one of the best concepts for a comedy, horror comedy, whatever... Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Ooh. I think that's my steal, maybe. Oh, Andrew! I don't have to say it right now, do I? Yeah, you don't. Okay, I'm going to sit on it. 
I'm gonna sit on it because mm. how did I forget about that fucking movie? Wow, <laughs> I got you. And you know, what? I feel like at some point I saw it and was like, oh, I should write that down, and then I just I never write it wrote down. it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there'll be more of that. Just like you did see it on a list yeah, and yeah. meant to, and just didn't write it down. I'm I mean, sure, I, I'm I sure probably I saw it like up there and was like, oh yeah, I should put that down, and then was like, oh yeah, nah, I'll get to it. I'll get around to it. But uh, yeah, Ooh. it's. I don't know, though. I still do like the top ten. But anyways. But you got some thinking to do. I got some thinking to do. <laughs> yeah. It's, but anyway, you could talk about it, too. I was like, you, yep. like, you've like you seen it and obviously like it. <laughs> I mean, we we both fucking love uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. So, and he, I mean, yeah. I don't know. He's it's, great. And it's like, really but, funny. And, like, and it's such a, it's such a great concept. Like, the, 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 the quote-unquote, like, stereotypical horror story. But told from the perspective of the quote unquote murderous hillbillies yeah. who are just two dudes who like just keep, keep falling into yeah. shit. And I, and I like that at the end, the kids are like the one kid is actually like the villain. Yes. Like he's the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, it's like a full, full, yeah. like flipped on its head. The like running away from the bees <laughs> and then like the kid diving headfirst into the wood chipper yep. and then the, the like spike thing in the roof that falls down and yep. gets the cop in the head <laughs> And just like everything that's just like a, a comedy of errors, yeah. you know, like it's, it is really funny. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, those, those are me too. Me too. Hashtag me, me as well. <laughs> me also. Me also. Also me. <laughs> um, I mean, do we just jump into this? I think we've said all the things that aren't so, in the top 10. Okay. So, uh, my number 10, uh, if, um, so what happens if we ever match on a number? We kiss. Okay. What What are you even I, asking? I, I, I don't know. I, you fool. You know, I, I feel stupid. Yeah, for you should feel stupid. So stupid. I'm going to dig a hole in the woods and sit in it. Um, so my number 10 is uh, The Kids Are Alright. Nice. Laura Dern? What? No. I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> Julianne Moore Jul- and... Um, There's another one. Uh... Short hair, not attractive, can't remember her name. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it's okay. Keep, keep talking. I'm, I'm well, you it. do your 10. I'm like, we don't have to go into discussion about everything. Fair enough. Do your number 10. I'll look it up. I'm uh, Annette Benning. Annette Benning, that's the one. And Mark Ruffalo. I was, uh, first time, I was thinking, uh, Annette Benning was who I was thinking. I don't know why Laura Dern came I don't know. Laura, Laura Dern's a lot more attractive than Annette Benning. She really is. Uh, my number 10, uh, The Social Network. Hmm. I like... Autism, mm-hmm. and I like Aaron Sorkin. Done. So those two things. And alone, David Fincher. And David Fincher. Yeah. Uh, the I believe the first uh, like proper soundtrack by Reznor and Ross. Uh, Couldn't tell by listening to it. I could. <laughs> uh, you can't tell that the Bird Box soundtrack is by Reznor and Ross. Mm. Uh, which Reznor has like publicly said, like, oh, I didn't think anyone was going to see it, so <laughs> I didn't care. It was the most watched movie on Netflix, was oops. it not? It was. He, well, no, he, he like admitted it was an oops. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, like, and it was yeah. it was put together really well. Uh, Definitely portrays Mark Zuckerberg in the manner he should be. He portrayed. should be. Yeah, uh, he's a monster. He is. He is an emotionless monster. He is a robot. Yeah. Dab dab dab. Ugh. Uh, blink, laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Alex Moffat does a good job of him yeah. on the uh, on the Saturday. Is it night or day live? Uh, night afternoon. Night. Saturday afternoon live. Yeah. Sal. 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 <laughs> uh, I was I was down at the the stock exchange and I was trying to find my Italian friend and I yelled Sal. <laughs> and, oh, and it caused a real 
commotion. <laughs> More racism at 39 That minutes. is that. You can't be racist against Italians. I guess that's true. Dirty walk. They're just, they're just garbage white people. Um, my number nine, uh, first documentary. Uh, my number nine is a documentary. Which would be Senna. Ooh. Um, uh, we watched it recently. Uh, I think rewatching it put it on my list. I think if I didn't rewatch it, it would have been an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I that was my first time watching it, but it was recent, so I've I've got it fresh. Yeah, and yeah, it's great. It is great. Uh, Prost can suck a show to the party zone. What a fucking asshole! What a bitch! Yeah. No spoilers, but what a fucking bitch! Yeah. So documentary about a Brazilian uh, F1 racer. Yeah. Uh, who's one, one of the best of all time. Sort of rising to prominence, and his arch nemesis is a French driver who is a total piece of shit. Yeah, to his own, and they're teammates. Teammates, and yeah. they're a piece of shit to him. Yeah, and like, uh, preface by saying, none of us, neither of us give a shit about car no, racing. No, I couldn't care less. And this documentary is awesome. I loved it. Yeah, and it really does a good job of making you care about the situation, and like, yeah. yeah. You don't even need to know anything about racing. Yeah. and there's a very interesting stat for the lack of a better term that I learned at the end of the movie that I didn't know before. Yeah. Which, if I say it, is a huge spoiler. Yes. So, if, yeah. if you don't know about yeah. Senna. Yeah. Uh, S-E-N-N-A. Yes. Uh, my number nine is a documentary that I watched last night. Exit through the gift shop. Ah. Uh, I knew... All I knew it is going in is it was a Banksy documentary and i thought it was a documentary about all the cool stuff banksy does not really nope. <laughs> it's about this french dude who uh pretty much autistically videotapes everything like he is just constantly videotaping and for no point no. like he never watches the tapes he just has thousands upon thousands of hours of tapes and boxes some labeled some not yeah. just just for the fuck of it and no no if I remember correctly, no real organization. No, none. they're just everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And he finds out his uh, cousin is a semi-famous uh, street artist named Space Invader, and then he gets into the street art scene and meets a bunch of street artists, and they're they're all like very cool to him and like let him film their shit, which they really haven't yeah. before. But they thought it would be kind of a cool way to document some of their stuff because a lot of their art ends up being very temporary so it'd be a yeah. nice way to preserve it and then he like meets up with Banksy same thing and uh, I, I guess the reason everyone was cool with him filming in the first place because it was sort of done under the pretense of that it's for like this big documentary, documentary doing, yeah. which he had zero intention of doing he was just filming it for himself just filming, like, it, for, just filming it for the sake for of filming fun. it because yeah. he's, he's a weirdo because he's a weirdo and then uh and then uh, Banksy, like, sort of, like, non-aggressively, like, pressures him to actually make the documentary. So he makes it, and it's absolute dog shit nonsense. And so Banksy says, well, this is <laughs> literally unwatchable. So how about you give me the tapes, and I'll put together a documentary, because uh, it cannot be worse than yours, and you go back to LA and, and, and you do some art. And then he, so then this guy like 
becomes Mr. Brainwash, who I knew previously as a Paul F. Tompkins character. <laughs> and I knew it was Banksy related. Yeah. Uh, was all I knew, and then basically just like rips off Banksy wholesale and like puts on a gigantic uh, silly art show, and that, that, that's the gist of it. But it's it's very interesting and not uh, not what I really thought it was going to be and about. Doesn't that all speak to you and your inner? No, self? he that guy's sillier than me. <laughs> <Way> sillier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Ter- Terry Geta. Like David Guetta with a Thierry in front of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, the guy. My number eight God, I hope is, on is the second documentary on my list. Oh, no. Is my eight a doc? It's not. Sorry. Uh, it is one of the things in my life that I think the first time I saw it completely blew my goddamn mind. I probably have this and I probably have it higher. Really? I think so. Uh, Catfish. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of the my two favorite documentaries of all it, time. It it blew my goddamn mind. Yeah, uh, I'm like it's become a television show. It, it's become like digit like yeah. sort of digital shorts online as it well. It coined the term. Uh, I mean, it literally yeah, it literally invented the term. Yeah, um, but like it's when, not like they made a, a documentary about catfishing that already existed. They it made a documentary well, about this thing and the, they named the it term catfish. catfish is from the documentary. Yes. Um, it so did not exist when, pre When I first saw it, I just saw a trailer for it in front of a movie, uh-huh. and I thought that it was like a found footage horror movie, because it sort of was vaguely marketed as Yes, it, it was a bit. It, it was, was very marketed as these two guys who one of them meets a girl online, and he falls in love with yeah. her, and then when he tries to meet the, her, like, oh, what's it, doesn't, like, it, it doesn't happen, and then yeah. he starts revealing all these lies about her. So then they just go to where she lives. Yeah. And when they go to where she lives, it's just, like, a house that's, like, seemingly no one lives in it, but it's not really run down. Yeah. But there's just, like, no one there. So then he starts digging deeper, and, like, I'm sure that, like, most people are familiar with the term and the TV show. The TV show's been on for seasons now, like... I think we're in season eight? Eight, yeah. Yeah. So it's been on for a long time, but the movie itself, like, going into it, you, you don't know anything. Yeah. They don't give you anything in the trailer. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have not seen the movie and need to. Yeah, because they, they probably just don't even know, like... Yeah. And and then, like, just... When when everything is revealed, obviously, that, uh, like, the, the, what uh, defining what a catfish is... Yeah. And just the whole situation, like, was like, super fucking depressing. Yeah, and, like, even, and even, even after, like, the initial reveal, the layers of stuff that continue to unravel yes. from that is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It is there there's just six or seven insane reveals oh, yeah. in that movie. It just keeps hitting you. And just like what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it, like the first viewing of that yeah. is like one of my favorite memories. I wish I had seen it with people. Mm-hmm. Like, so that I could have, like, lived that with someone, you know? I'm trying to remember my first viewing. I, I couldn't tell you what it was. I've probably seen it four or five times. I watched it in this room by myself. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you my first. I do know my most recent. I showed it to a group of five or six people, none of whom had seen it before. Mm-hmm. They all fucking loved it. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's on a list with, like, Roar. <laughs> yeah. For me. You know, like the thing that you're like, I love this so much, I have to show a million people. Yeah. This, this and uh, this and Spoiler uh, Tickled 2016 are very similar in that regard. In that they're bonkers documentaries that everyone I've shown has loved. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my eight. Uh, listed on your... Han list or whatever. List of good ones. Uh, Submarino. Mm. It is very dark. Very dark. <laughs> Especially the opening, I don't know, like, however many minutes. Oh, like minute two is... Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected, <laughs> um, and continues to be as such. I, I and I thought the uh, the the format and pacing was like interesting and non traditional because it's like two like the story of like two brothers, but like not really together until the end of the it. End. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, really cool. Don't want to spoil a lot, but uh, I do like my. Dark-ass Scandinavian movies. Yep. Me too. I don't know why they didn't... Well... Eh. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Um, <clears throat> for me, I feel like this is going to be much higher on your list than it is on mine, but that's not to say I don't like it. Okay. Uh, that is uh, the Darren Aronofsky film Black Swan. Gotcha. Um, I haven't seen it since 2010. I probably should have rewatched it, because if I would rewatched it, it probably would have been higher. Okay. Because I believe I said to you at one point, is it any good? And you were <laughs> you, like, you did. Yes. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I guess it is. Um, I think it's just been a while since I've seen it, but I just remember it being very cool. It, it's very um, cool. He also had a very... Uh, Sharp downward fall after this movie. It's the last good that one. That right? I do not enjoy his career, and I don't like him as a person. No, I don't think he's a good person. I, I do not care for him. Yeah. Um, this, this is definitely the last good one because it's this. Because well, after this, they gave him money. Because it's this. Then is Noah his Noah his next movie? That's crazy. To go Black Swan, Noah is nuts. I'm very certain. I think it is. It is Noah because Noah's and then like he did Mother, 20... which made me almost walk out of a theater. Noah's twenty thirteen, probably, that. and then is it just mother maybe, after that? Maybe he's miss- we're missing one that we've forgotten he did. I don't know because he it, he takes some time between. He them. does take lots of time between movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it could be Black Swan, Noah, Mother. What do we got? Is that accurate? Um, I would tell you, but my phone had a seizure. Christ. So. Jesus. Well, you know it's my burner phone, and it's like seven years old at this point. That's so, funny. it's uh, it's it's on its last legs, bruh. Bruh. Uh, hey, bruh. But Black Swan, Noah, Mother. You suck. And now he's got an uh, untitled... Man, arc. he was real strong before that. Black Swan, The Wrestler, The Fountain, Requiem for a Dream Pie. All fucking great. Yeah. Now, I think most people would agree with all of those. I think some people... The don't like The Fountain. Don't like The Fountain. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. I like it. The, I think it's wild. The last time I saw it... I loved it mm-hmm. and thought it was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yeah. Like, it's it's beautiful. I, I would like to rewatch it and see what I think about it. I hope I still like it because I have, like, very positive feelings about it in my head. But Me it's too. been, it's 2006. I probably saw it. It would have been before 2010 the last time I saw it. It's been, like, more than 10 years. But, yeah, I have. Very good memories of it. Yeah. So that'd be, it'd be interesting. And and the, the rest are like, yeah. Pie's great. Wrecking for a Dream is fantastic. Wrestler's really good. Yeah. Black Swan's fantastic. And then Noah and Mother. I mean... I hate you, Darren Aronofsky. I hate you. Noah is a truly terrible movie. Um, You like Mother more than I do. I like Mother a lot more than you do. 
Um, I think it's a. Re- I think it's really good at being really stressful. I think it's really good at being up your own ass and thinking you're better than everyone. That's the other part of it. So you know. And then he just started banging the star of the movie, and then I mean that's f- fucking kill yourself. That's a pretty tight move. Anyways, what's your number seven? My number seven is. Oh, we're going to the Orient for this one. <laughs> and staying there for number six. Spoiler. God damn it. We're going to South Korea. Not North Korea. Though I do enjoy a lot of North Korean cinema. I'm sure you do. Uh, we're going to South Korea for I Saw the Devil. Hmm. It is a brutal ass movie. You're looking in confusion. Well, I forgot to write it down. I meant to write it down and I forgot to write it down. Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. What are you going to do? You decided you're stealing Tucker vs. Dale yet? Nope. I'm still Tuck- wait, it's not Tucker vs. Dale. They're on the same team. They fight evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Anywho. worked it out. Uh, yeah, just a great uh, sort of like part sort of murder chase movie and part revenge movie. Yeah. And it's the uh, it's got the dude from Old Boy. The the good one, the Spike Lee one, not the Spike Lee one. Uh, it's not Josh Brolin. <laughs> it's not Josh Brolin, and uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm also going on a trip to Asia. Ooh, uh, I'm going to Japan. However, Japan, you say? Uh, I'm gonna name a little uh, who I can't imagine. He's on a lot of people's lists for the decade, but I'm putting Takashi Miike. With 13 Assassins. Ah, yes, yes. Um, I think it is this amazingly well-done, like, Japanese samurai western film, Mm -hmm. where it's sort of like getting together a gang of misfits to stop one common enemy. It's got all these, like, really cool, like, Home Alone-style traps that happen. There's, I mean, it's a Takeshi Miike movie, so there's... Tons of fucking blood. Sure. There's like beheadings and arms and yeah. limbs getting cut off. There's just like it, it. It's set in like a small village. Yeah. And the village starts out perfectly normal, and by the end of the movie, the village is like just covered in blood and bodies and limbs and just completely destroyed. And like it's got it's got like the right amount of comedy in it. It's got the, like the right amount yeah, of like Mike's good at that. dramatic like murder. <laughs> so like I don't know. It, it's a really awesome movie. Um. Uh, he makes like he, I mean he's made like a hundred and fifty movies at this point. Yeah, it's, it's like, crazy, but like he's yeah. super hit or miss. Like some of them are really just when some of them like over. The so top many of them are just like and... jobs he took. Absolutely, absolutely. Like he, he, he doesn't he, say no. He does tons of like like live action anime adaptations that are just trash. Which there's one we need to watch because it's fucking bonkers. It's called Terraformars. Oh, you told me about. Oh, that. it's yeah. great. It's bad, but it's great. Sounded interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he he just makes like. But then so when he when he makes good ones, they're real good. They are yeah. they are great. His uh his one this year that is on Toronto is good. Uh, first light. Uh, yeah, I really yeah. want to see it. I just haven't downloaded it yet. Is is it available? Maybe it could be. Yeah, but, um, but see, yeah, it, see it when it's out. It's he, good. He, he make when the good stuff he makes is really good. Yeah, so for sure. I think if you if you like sort of like b- bloody actiony things or samurai movies, like it's fucking great. Yeah. If we were doing the previous decade, I definitely have some. Mikkei's in there. Sure, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some good 2000s stuff that yeah. he's done. You're 
auditions, your... Oh, audition fucking rules. Your, your Ichis, your... I think you... How, when was the last time you saw Ichi the Killer? 2005. You, you should probably see it again. Yeah. It's, um... It's auditions that, a lot. It's now, not that right? it doesn't hold up. It's just very... Uh, it's... It's very the decade it was made in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's it, fair. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, um, there's one more movie later in the decade that will be on my list, I think, for him. Amike? Okay. Amike. Pretty good. So not, uh, not the other 87 movies into this no, decade. Okay. No. Terraformars will not be on this list, That's as much as I think it's fun. Disappointing. It is literally humans TFing into bugs. That's pretty cool. And having superpowers. Of course. And fighting Mars cockroaches <laughs> that are big old muscle men. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> TFing equals transforming, for those who don't know. People the, the know. Lingo. Not everyone knows. I'm All trying right. to reach That's a wide true. audience. That's true. I hope Pitfall Jones now knows what TFing is. You know Shout what? out to Drew Wayne. Shout out to Drew Wayne. The good Drew. The good Drew. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? It's your six. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna fucking stay in South Korea. I don't even care. Oh, poetry. Hmm. By Chang Dong Lee. You mispronounced it. Chang Dong Lee. <laughs> no, that's Chinese. That is Chinese. You gotta say it's slower. Korean. I. Yeah. I can't really crack Korean. It's hard. I can do Chinese and Japanese. Yeah. Dirty knees. <laughs> Look at these. But. I have <laughs> that wasn't even more more racism at fifty seven. That wasn't even intentional, honest to god. Because I really I can do Chinese and Japanese well, pretty well. Japanese is just very slow and deep. Yeah, and Chinese is very loud and pitchy. Yeah, ja- ja- yeah. Japanese is slow and deep, and just adding the letter U between every syllable. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Chinese, you just uh, just imagine your friend's bitch mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you went to a school that was sixty percent Chinese, sixty. I thought it was like eighty. No, my uh, my grade wasn't bad. I'd say my grade was fifty tops, maybe less. Fifty um, percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the the year one younger than me, it was probably two thirds. Jeez. Yeah, it's rough out there. That explains a lot about you. It's rough out there. Anyways, what was um, I, I was going to say some stuff, but I don't want to say it on a podcast. My, my, I'm going to say it for your car. My hatred of the East. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of Chang Dong's only two movies of the decade, um, and I saw his much more recent one first. Yep. Uh, so I was like, "Well, I really like this one by him, that being Burning," and so I should probably see the one other one he made in the last 10 years and I don't think it's as good as Burning but it's really good and um yeah and like takes um I was gonna say take, takes a turn I there's a pretty shocking development in it as it goes along that I wasn't really expecting like is, is it a spoiler for like it's like a you know like a, a main part of the plot that's like probably less than halfway through is that a spoiler I don't know I guess um, if I'm worried about it, I shouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, think if you're concerned that ever ruin it for people, yeah. then it is a spoiler. But it's like, it's a grandma raising her kid, and, um, 
and they're you know they're lower class but managing and then turns out <laughs> kid did something real bad <laughs> that, I, that I was not prepared for <laughs> and and then and it progresses from there and I don't want to spoil much from there and um yeah and it, it deals with a few different things at once because like there's that like major through line and then also she was like just diagnosed with like or the early stages of Alzheimer's so that that's a thing and then it's already in the midst of all this she uh she wants to do something so she starts taking a uh poetry class and that's like another uh line throughout the movie so yeah it all like weaves together really nicely so poetry Chang Dung Lee number six bam um all right so halfway through uh number five for me is a Alejandro Iñárritu film, Mm -hmm. uh, Beautiful, um, starring the very sexual, but not so sexual in this movie, but still kind of sexual. Not so sexual in this movie, but uh, hot. Hot. In this movie. Um, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Uh, He is a a father who Mm -hmm. has been diagnosed terminally. Yep. Um, and junkie prostitute ex-wife junkie prostitute ex-wife um, and just sort of like kind of struggling with coming to terms while also raising kids yeah and like and he's in the like pseudo crime business yeah he like sort of facilitates he launders gray area legal stuff yeah yeah um, and also kind of talks to dead people <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of got, like, a mystical vibe going on. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's an Inarito film. It is beautifully shot. Yes. Uh, I think that Bardem uh, does an amazing job acting in it. Yeah, he's great. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's a really, really strong, like, emotional film. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is, it is beautiful. It really is. I loved it. For sure. Uh, five? Five for you, sir. Senna. Ah, I already talked about it. Wow, way higher. Yeah, I re- yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, absolutely. It's because I because because for this project, I've seen a lot of movies in a fairly short time, and some really stuck Stick. with me. Yeah, uh, one being Santa, uh, another being the one you just talked about. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. So my number four. Is uh, has already been mentioned by you, which was the Social Network. Ah, um, nice. Okay. I, I. You also are a fan of autism. Well, the thing is, I'm a fan of autism. I hadn't seen it in a long time uh-huh. when you and I rewatched it, yeah. and I was like, "Oh yeah, I really like this fucking movie." Yeah. Um, and also, I that, just, th- I just really like movies that make Mark Zuckerberg look like a piece of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. I really like Facebook has ruined our lives, <laughs> and I like that it makes him look bad, like a bad guy, because he's a bad guy. And, and also, too, is um, I think Andrew Garfield is really good in that movie. Yes. And I had forgotten how good he was in that movie. All the casting is good. Yeah. Uh, like he, Garfield's like uh. Army Hammer. Yeah. And also, I remember you saying when we watched it, like, how does this from 2010, like, with two Army Hammers, yeah. like, look so much better... Than anything made now. Like, yeah. Like, CGI-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's bonkers. Like, it looked flawless. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I think the only thing about it is, I feel like Justin Timberlake was a weird casting. It was a weird cast, he but he did all right. He a job, yeah. but I think he's a little distracting. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I feel that. And what was I saying about Garfield? Oh, his scene where he, like, 
confronts him at the Facebook office. Yes. Is a really good scene. Really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really powerful. Yeah. Because he, he's very emotional, and Mark Zuckerberg doesn't understand emotions. <laughs> yep. And then just, like, the the, the, the the psyching out Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's so good. And, like, bro, and he's, like, broing him out. And, yeah, like, where he, like, oh, makes him flinch. Oh, oh, so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that was four. Uh, number four, Catfish. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we've talked about it. It's, yeah. it's so good. Cat, I, Catfish and Tickled are my two favorite documentaries, bar none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're into the top threes. Um, um, even though we've kind of gone into depth in depth on other ones. Um, yeah. I feel like... Well, my, uh, my one and two have come up. My three has not. Oh. Yeah. I'm glad that we're a little different on things. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I wonder if we have the same three. Number three, uh, maybe maybe not three. Maybe, no, we, maybe it's your one or two. We don't because you already mentioned it in your Hans. Ah. Uh, that is, of course, in a better world. Ah, um, yeah. I think watching. I was going to say the rewatch today. It was already on the list, and it was already going to be in the top like four or five. Yeah, but I think rewatching it, it got just it up made one me, or two. And like the thing with it is that, um, so it's a it's a Danish movie. Uh, uh, before is that my my last cuts. That like could have been ten. Yeah, were in a better world, and maybe kind of in a better world. Winter's Bone, uh, the Ghost Rider. Well, you, Ghost Rider's only on there because you love Roman Polanski. I do love Roman Polanski. Guy's cool. Guy's cool guy. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, so yeah, in, in a better world is a Danish movie, and it. I mean, on the on the surface, it's sort of like. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite things, like, jokingly, but it is actually one of my favorite things, which is Scandinavian racism. It's so funny. Because, like, they all look the same. How, Dan- like, they How look- Danes are racist to Swedes. Get out of here. Because Swedes look like Mongols So much them, difference. You know? like, Swedes yeah. are, like, the retarded Scandinavians. Yeah. But, um, so, like, you know, there's, it's just, like, it's, it's children going to school, and there's, like, racism, and, like, the Swedish family who lives in Denmark, and, and the dad is also, uh... Uh, Doctor Without Borders, which brought up a hilarious joke. Doctors, of... <laughs> doctors Without Boundaries. <laughs> Just a handsy doctors. Handsy doctors. Um, but, I mean, the movie is, like, it's about grief and loss and, like, dealing with those and, like, children's sort of, like, how they deal with that kind of stuff. And then yeah. there's, like, there's tons of bullying and then just, like, some dark stuff happens. Yeah. And, um... Surprisingly. And, like, I... I the thing is, like, when I first saw this movie, because I didn't see it probably until, like, 2014 or 15, mm-hmm. um, like, really, really stuck with me. And then it just, like, I thought about it a lot. I actually did a project on it at school because mm. um, we had to do inter- international cinema. Um... But, like, yeah, and, and I think, like, it shows how certain characters who are all dealing with, like, some form of, like, physical loss or, like, emotional loss, how they all deal with it differently. Like, the the, the, the Swedish father, yep. the Danish father, the Danish son, son, the mother, how they're all dealing with their things differently. Yeah. Um, but, and I think it's just, like, a beautifully shot film. Like, I yep. love the way that it looks when they're in Africa. Yes. Um, just like the the vastness of where they're filming, mm-hmm. the backdrop drops and everything, and then like the lake house where they live, yeah. and just I, I think just everything about it is really is just really well done, and like the story, it's very long, like it's it's like two ten, mm-hmm. but it it and it it kind of feels long, 
but there's a lot in yeah. it. Yeah, it's not boring though. No, 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 not at all. Anyway, yeah. but there's there's like a lot in that film, yeah. right? Like there's so much to get to. Yeah, that you really cram into one um, one uh, film. It won best foreign language film at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, and Suzanne Beer, like I really liked her early stuff. Well, th- this was where I learned that Suzanne Beer could make good movies, right? Because like she started off with two really good ones. She did this, and she did Love Is All You Need in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, she sort of like got a little bit more American more exposure, Hollywood. and then they gave her too much money for things. Yeah. So she kind of went downhill. She did do The Night Manager, though, which was uh, very good. Which is good, and I didn't know it was her. And was yeah. sort of like her way back in, and yeah. then, as we previously have mentioned this before, Bird Box. she then did Bird Box, which was a piece of shit. Can't win them all. Um, but again, it was like Hollywood giving her money, and I think if she... Yeah. If she would go back to what she was doing mm-hmm. um, and making, like, those darker kind of Scandinavian yeah. films. Or, like, Love is All You Need is, like, a dramedy, but it's a com- more comedy than drama. Uh-huh. Um, but it's really well done. It's in English. It has a few non-Scandinavian actors, like Pierce Brosnan's in it. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, if she went back to doing those kind of stories, I think she would be, be all, a lot better off than getting, like, you know, millions and millions of dollars and having Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence in her movie, and then it's terrible. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, for me, I mean, it's a beautiful film. But like, it worked in Silver Linings. Sure. But also, <laughs> that was a more entertaining story than this. But, yes. um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful film. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, that was your three. Yes. Uh, my three has not been discussed, so... I'm thinking it's your two or one, because I think you like it. You haven't mentioned it yet, so it's yeah, probably. Is it uh, by French-Canadian filmmaker Denis Villeneuve? I guess you have to wait and see. Or uh, Denis Villeneuve? Villeneuve. <laughs> <laughs> Noted Spanish director. <laughs> Hello, I'm Denis Villeneuve. I like to make movies. I like tacos and burritos. Oh, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> Uh, he's a real Senor Spielberg. He's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. De- Denny Villeneuve's uh, non-union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> it's weird that all the non-union Mexican equivalents are now the best directors in Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, Incendie. Uh, this is a thing I'd been meaning to see for a while and then did as a result of this. And man... It is a wild-ass movie. It's got a big old reveal that I would love to tell you about and can't. <laughs> but uh, this is the first major Villeneuve The only movie, one he did right? before that was Maelstrom, and it was more of a so like lower-end like, yeah. Canadian feature. Yeah. Uh, which I have if you ever want to watch, because I've never seen it, but I own it on DVD. Okay. But, because, uh, yeah, so I, I've now seen everything in Sony onwards, and uh, he's pretty good at directing. I don't know if anyone's Absolutely. told you that, but... Uh, and he's been on a pretty steady incline of, like, getting better. Yeah. You know, like, nothing's ever dipped. Like No, he's he's, just... he's putting out bangers. Like, I, I, I think I, like, love everything he's... You think you love him? I think you don't I, even know him. I think I love Denny Villeneuve. <laughs> But yeah, this is uh, yeah, a very interesting story that uh, goes in ways you would not expect. Uh, the movie looks great. I don't imagine he had a huge, bu- huge budget for it. No. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. I think it, I believe, if I'm not wrong, 
I think he got a lot of funding from Telefilm Canada. Okay. So he probably got like a decent budget. Right, just because we're socialists. <laughs> well, just because, like, how many good Canadian movies get made? Uh, the answer is only Denny Villeneuve. Is that, I was going to say, is it one? I think the answer um, is I don't have a budget for it, but I do have what it made. It probably isn't a lot. It didn't make a lot. No. It made Worldwide, it made $3.5 million, so... Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Budget, $6.8 million. So not so, a... Huge profit. Lost money, but I mean, it's not like it was tons of money. You yeah. know, like you lost three million dollars, and like that's not that much. And in I'm the sure scheme. it got him more noticed. It got him of, noticed, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, because his next movie had like stars in it. Yeah, and, and it, like, his next movie is Prisoners, right? Prisoners. Yeah, and it so. got and it got like people talking, like yeah, and it had yeah it had big stars in it. So um, I really don't think we're going to hear his vo- his name again uh, on this li- on this uh, podcast. No, okay. Like, I don't. I don't. I think from now until twenty to twenty nineteen, no more, no, more no more mention. Okay, he's done. Okay, well, just tell me your number two then. One, one and done. You know. Um, so my number two wasn't on your list. You mentioned it in the honorable mentions. Um, I I f- fucking love the original, and I love the remake. Is fucking True Grit. True Grit, yeah. It, Co- it's Cohen really Brothers good. Coen Brothers fucking nailed it. It's it's DP'd by Roger Deakins. Yeah. Which is insane for a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Coen's and Deakins. Jeff, Jeff Bridges nails it. He's I great, mean, yeah. I he's, mean, he's so... Yeah. And to, to follow up maybe the most iconic John Wayne film and not just do a John Wayne movie. Yeah. Uh, crazy. I mean, the, the Coens very rarely do they have a misstep. Yeah. Um... The, the the backdrop of the of the West, like I love westerns, and then not a lot of westerns get made anymore. Yeah, um, and so it felt and especially like a, a lot of good westerns. Uh, good westerns, yeah. I mean, I I felt like this was a movie that was made during the highlight of westerns. Like it yeah. felt like it fit right in with all of those John Wayne and Clint Eastwood movies yeah. and of like the of the sixties and and seventies, fifties, sixties, seventies. But like. I, I like Matt Damon's character is really good. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld, who's like, uh, who's thirteen, who's so hot now, <laughs> super hot now. Yeah, and like you know what, you could tell then. Um, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Um, she's really good for her first like big acting. It's role, like her first, and she's like thirteen or fourteen. Like, yeah, tops. Like yeah, yeah. It's like it's crazy how good she is in it, and yeah. like um, Barry Pepper's the bad guy, and he does a really good yep. job. But like, I mean, yeah, like everything about the movie, like. Who would have thought that Jeff Bridges could play a drunk cowboy? So what, you know, like, <laughs> never would have guessed. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Um, but yeah, God, I love it. I could, I could watch it I, or could, the original like a million yeah. times. Could I'm trying to think if anyone else could have done it besides. Jeff I mean, Bridges. probably not that way. Yeah. Right. Like you, you would have had other takes on it, but yeah, like, yeah, it, it, it's it's great. Like it's it, it's such a cool movie with like amazing set pieces and the, just like the backdrop of the Wild West. It like. Everything together fits so good, and he's just so good in that role. Yeah, yeah, that one was a another super tough cut for me. Like that would be easily in my fifteen. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's great. It's uh, it's not my favorite Cohen movie, but there's so many good Cohen movies. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. tough. It's really hard. Yeah, uh, my number two, beautiful. Mm. Um. <sighs> Yeah, it 
it really stuck with me after I watched it because I when we first talked about doing this, I watched like a bunch in a row, and like this one, I definitely like remembered the most and like lingered with me the most. Mm. Um, yeah, like Inurito is so good, mm. and what I love in this are the little subtle bits of sort of magical realism. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of little things that you would, you could easily miss if you're not looking in the right place, but there's several, I I think it gets a little more obvious as the movie goes on, but even early on, there's a lot of little things where, uh, Javier is standing somewhere and you see not in a mirror, but just like his like, you know, partially translucent reflection in a window and uh and the reflection isn't moving the same as him like it's it's different do you think that it's like because he's close to death that it's like uh like something sort of taking him I, I think it's... As opposed to him sort of, like, seeing things? No, yeah, it's not it's, him seeing things. Because he doesn't react to it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's definitely, like... But it's a, not like a mystical thing. I think it's more like a close-to-death kind yeah, of no, thing. Yeah, no, like, it's a it's a metaphysical thing. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's it's not Javier hallucinating or whatever. Right. It's not that. And there's one, one other thing where um, there are some deaths, and, uh, and just sort of subtly... You'll see it. It's not like you'll miss it, but, like, he's in, like, a big room, and there's, like, a, a person, like, on the ceiling, mm. um, which, a, a, a person who has died. Um, it was just more of the, like, connection with death, like, yeah. motif throughout yeah. it. But, yeah, it was really good, and, yeah, and Javier was amazing. It, it was, it's pretty much a one-man show. Because uh, there's not a lot of other, like, major roles no. in it. Like, he's the big one. There's no. there's obviously supporting stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, just and some and some random gay Chinese dudes for fun. Yeah, but I mean, who doesn't like random gay Chinese dudes? Nobody. Nobody doesn't like random gay oh, Chinese dudes. I was also going to say, I don't think they're allowed to be because the government will let them. Well, that's well, that's why they had to go to the other side of the world to be that's in that true. movie. That is true. Yeah. Uh, big reveal. Number one. You mentioned it. I think I did. He's never being talked about on this podcast again. Never again. Denny Villeneuve. Uh, I think it would have been number one, regardless of us rewatching re-watch? it. But then yeah. rewatch or me rewatching it, you seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Um, like, I think oh just re- just reaffirmed it for me. Like I mean, it, it, the, the story's got so many layers. Yeah. Um. I I like the the aspect of like showing what the mother was doing, and then you know, like the back and forth between the past yeah. and current. I think there's a lot of dark stuff in it. A lot of dark stuff. And I do like dark movies. Yep. Um, I think it's well acted. Yep. And just like, it, it doesn't really feel like, um, it doesn't feel like a, like a, I'm being pulled out of it at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so invested in the whole story and like the reveal is amazing and just like everything that happens in the last like. 15 minutes of that movie yeah. is just crazy. Like, oh, yeah. And like, and then like, just there's like reveal after, there's a couple reveals at the end. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I think there's it's... a couple of real gut punches. I think it's just a really, really well-made film and like, it's, yeah. it's got everything I like in a movie. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you see it, you know what Drew's talking about. Yes. <laughs> All the good stuff. Uh, my numero uno has also been mentioned already. Uh, I believe in French. 
It is. It's not a French movie. I believe in French. It is Cara Noir. Sure. <laughs> no, noted WXW uh, wrestler. Yep. <laughs> uh, Cara Noir. Uh, Black Swan. Yeah, I was. Isn't any good? Yeah, <laughs> it's good. You should rewatch it. I probably should. It. Um. Yeah, I was very torn between one, two, three. Uh, it right. could have gone. In any direction. Uh, between Black Swan, Beautiful, and Insondi. Mm. Uh, this is the way it shook out. Uh, yeah, it's... A little bit of a shakedown? Yeah, a little bit of a shakedown, a little bit of a shimmy. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's such a cool... Man, when... when Ar- Actually, I can say this about two people in the movie. When Aronofsky's good, he's really good. And when Natalie Portman's good, she's really yeah, good. Yeah, I like when Natalie Portman, but she's good. Yeah. Because she's in some trash. Sure. But... But everybody's in trash. Yeah, but when she's in good stuff... She, oh, man. She's, Thor? Sure. Thor. <laughs> her finest work. No, I'm saying that's trash. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. She's really yeah. good in those. She's great, yeah. Uh, I, I remember uh, my fondest memory of the Star Wars prequels is... Uh, friend of the show is in, uh, the wrong term, but uh, Justin Shue, uh was trying to remember Natalie Portman's name and couldn't, but could only remember her name as from, Padme. As Padme Amidala. He's like, uh, the, uh, the fucking girl actress, uh, Padme Amidala. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you doing? You idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, but she's yeah, she crushes in this. Mila Kunis is really great yeah, in this. Yeah. Um, which I don't think leading up to that, anyone knew she could be a really good actor. I don't know if she had done any, like, really good acting. I think she just to. done she just done comedies in that 70s show, I think. I, yeah. don't, I don't think she'd really been... Yeah. I mean, also, it's not like she's really done a lot since then. Uh, like, nothing no. really of note. Just... She did, like, rom-coms, rom-coms. and stuff. Like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and Meg Griffin. And... Um, yeah, she, I mean, do you think Bad Moms is good? Do you think Jupiter Ascending is good? Well, Jupiter Ascending <laughs> has its merits. Good is the wrong word Oz for Oz the it. Great and Powerful. I came across that looking up something, and I was like, I forgot that was a movie. Imagine doing a less memorable sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. And was Oz the Great and Powerful the one that looked like a Tim Burton, Johnny Depp movie, but was not in any way. It was a Sam Raimi movie. Right. And yes, it it does look like a... It looked like every Tim Burton movie of the time. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Black Swan. It's, It's so... It's stylish without being annoying about it, which I guess you couldn't say about Mother. (laughs) He wasn't sniffing his own farts yet. Not yet, but soon. Actually, the very next one. The very next one. But this is, if you're going to go out on something, this is a real good one to go out on. And uh, even though it's into a bird, phenomenal TF scene. Yep. Phenomenal. Like, imagine how, like, I think it's good and she was into a dumb bird. Imagine... If they turned her into, like, a cool cat or something. <laughs> now, now that's a movie. Into a jaguar. In a jaguar. What are you, a jaguar? Uh, yeah. But, 
yeah, it's, I don't know, I love it. I could, I could watch it again right now. Maybe I will. I'll show you. And thus closes the book on 20, uh, uh, 2010. You almost said the wrong... Now we have to start over. The whole thing? Hit the button. Okay, but then we can rewrite our lists. Okay. Okay. Deal.